listening to The Kelly Slusher Show with your host, Kelly Slusher. Howdy, y'all, folks. How's it going? Pretty good. I'm having a hard day today. I'm going to admit it. A little bit blue. The weather is blue. My life is blue. <laughs> Everything is blah. And I'm actually not normally a blah kind of person, but um, I've been going through pretty. This is, this is like, I would say transition crazy in life now. But the good thing about this is that it's led me to just go full on podcasting world because it's what I've always wanted to do. I think sometimes we get a little bit like things may get a little bit harder until you're doing what you're supposed to do. I do believe we all have a purpose. We all have a purpose. Your purpose could be picking up garbage. It doesn't have to be like your purpose isn't always going to be like, oh, I'm going to be a billionaire and drive, drive a yacht. You know, you don't have to think that you have to drive a yacht everywhere you go. You know, I was thinking how dumb it would be. Let's say, you know, times are tough and you, all you had is someone, I don't know how this scenario would happen, but all you had was like a big airplane and you, you know, it didn't have the wings, but that was your car. So you had to drive this big airplane around. So you'd like, you'd be like in the, you know, like a 747 Boeing 747 and you're like in traffic. You're like, sorry, it's all I got right now. That's pretty silly, but it would be kind of funny. Or if like in a subway or like a light rail, let's say subway, they had like a buffet that so pulls up or no, a bus, like a city bus. There's like a buffet in the bus. You walk in, you're like, ooh, you know, like you grab a plate, you know, and it's all sloshing around and the bus is like, ooh, like taking off and you're like holding on to the handrail, but you got your plate of your buffet. You know, like alternative cartoon world, you know, where they feed you on the bus. Just something I was thinking about. I might bring that up to Shark Tank um, and, and talk in that voice. Let's talk about, let me see. So I was thinking I want to share this story with you guys when I was in the third grade. And I don't think I've really talked a lot about, I've had, I briefly talked about some of my issues. No. Yeah, no, I did. I, I talked about the girl I tried to beat up when I was younger and I didn't include my childhood of, I haven't talked about that, what that was like for me personally to be who I was at that time and where I lived. It was a really small town. And I had, I, I don't know, my, my brain, the way I think really creatively, I was always really just super creative, just different. And the teachers never knew how to treat me. They thought I was this weird, freaky kid. And they were definitely, they treated me that way. And I knew it and it t- made it even worse for me because I was felt really embarrassed. And my last name, I was super embarrassed to have Slusher as my last name. Cause I was like, oh, come on. Could you get more freaky? You know, they're calling roll Kelly Slusher, and I'm like, that's me. Freak is always right here. I always felt it. You know, I had like these hand-me-down clothes, and I always got my sister's hand-me-down clothes, or, you know, sometimes I'd be handed bags of hand-me-down clothes from, you know, oh, here, give these to Kelly. Oh, yeah. And like, uh, you know, where they're almost, they don't fit right, okay? They're outdated. So anyway, I already felt, felt like a freak in the classroom. So out of the classroom, 
I was like the playground fun kid. Everyone played with me. In the classroom, it, it was like you'd walk in and boom, I was in hard and then I ding, ding, bell rings. I'm like, hey, it's time to be awesome. And I'd go out there and everyone want to play with me and I was like, cool. It's really strange. Anyway, in the third grade, Mrs. Thomas's class in the third grade, she was talking about, and I was sitting in my desk, she was talking about a time, like a plan that we're gonna have. We're gonna go on a field trip and we were gonna go to this park. And I love that park and I love field trips because it probably meant I didn't have to be sitting in that stupid classroom and I got to be like free and the cool kid outside, but not confined, being judged and being abused by these mean teachers that were just rude to me. So I don't know what came over me and it's been a mystery since. I'm sitting in my chair. She's up at the at her desk. She's talking about this field trip we're going to go on. And out of nowhere, my little third grade body gets up, stands next to the, to the desk and the ch- uh, to my desk and I just start flailing my arms around and just making this like, okay, I'm going to do it for you guys. I'm going to have to step away from the microphone to do it for you. I was like just like that like I freaked out and I I I don't know I was excited and I couldn't contain it it was so embarrassing it just happened and I look around and all the kids are like their jaws are dropped they're all like what just happened and I was like I don't know and the teacher is like Mrs. Thomas is like Kelly take your seat and I was like oh my why did I do that? I had no control. So all the kids, I would say after that, after I did that, just kind of ignored me, you know, like that ignored me, but I was definitely, they were, it was definitely, I would say a turning point for me (laughs) in that world. It's so embarrassing. I don't, I, I don't, it's so weird. I just don't, you know, and ever since then I've been like, well, what was saying? It's like traumatizing because I didn't know why I did that. So anyway, never did it since, but became, I guess, probably ultra like, okay, who knows? <laughs> Contain yourself. I was just, I, you know why? I think really, I just got excited and like there wasn't, and suppression probably, you suppress so much. It just like, I burst out. Anyway, now the world knows about that. <laughs> It's funny, but it's traumatizing. And I remember I had this crush. Oh, this is, I shouldn't even talk about this. I had this crush all through my like elementary school. And I'd probably say, you know, for most of the years, his name was Jonathan. He was really cute. He had these like beautiful brown eyes, you know, and um, just, he was just really cute. And I always had a crush on him and he, I didn't know, liked me. And so I was, I used to get these ear infections and I had this, like, my ears were, were clogged up and, um, it would happen so frequently. And my mom was always trying to figure out what's going on with me. And I, you know, I had to go to the doctor a lot for it, but finally, um, my ear infection got so bad where I couldn't hear. And this, it would happen a couple times. It would be in both ears and I just couldn't hear. I don't even know how I was even hearing the teacher. 
Oh my gosh. Okay, so then I was asked to go to the blackboard and solve some problems. I think a bunch of kids were solving this problem. And Jonathan, has, he never would, he's never walked up to me. He's never would talk to me. But in this one moment, he probably got the courage to come talk to me. And he's he stands there and he says something. And I couldn't hear him. My ears were clogged. And he was like, he said something. And I was like, <laughs> I can't hear you. My ears are clogged. And, he, and then he walked away. I never talked to him again. And I was like, what? <laughs> I was like, no, Johnny, no, Johnny, Jonathan, no, Johnny, no, no, Johnny, come back, my ears were just clogged. It's not that I don't love you too, Johnny, it's just that I cannot hear a word you're saying. <laughs> oh, Johnny. I remember one time my mom was on this picnic with my dad and they live in Arizona and she was super excited about, she got all excited because they found this perfect picnic spot and she had her basket and she was, oh, oh Gary, I'm, you know, she was so excited. They found the perfect spot and this is in Arizona, tons of cactus, nothing like, no grass, just dirt and cactus. And she gets excited and she goes, she, she went to run to the car to go get the picnic basket. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's so mean, but it's so funny. I, I still tease her to this day. And she's like, this is our place. And as she's saying, this is our place. She like trips and falls into this cactus. And then she had all these like cactus things in her leg. And it's, I, sh I don't know. It, it's just sad, but no, it's not sad. We all do funny things. It was just funny how she was so excited and all of a sudden, bonk, ow, maybe that's not our place. And I made the mistake of watching this Instagram video of the cat and the cheese, the cheese tax, the cheese tax, the cheese tax. And it has been looping in my head like i am seriously i do not know what to do about this i watched it like maybe four times maybe some kind of brainwashing it was so funny though because of these these cats this is the animation was really good but i can't stop you can't get out of my head like, get out of my head man they did a really good job making that catchy i was at uh getting breakfast the other day with a friend and this lady one of the, it was a family-run uh, breakfast place, and there weren't a ton of people there, and that maybe that's why they were this attentive. But the lady kept asking me, do you want some more coffee? Do you want some more coffee? Like, she literally, I mean, I'm not kidding. I was like, she's like, do you want some more coffee? And she's walking around with the coffee, and, I, and she poured me more coffee, and I was like, putting the creamer in, and like, again, walks over, do you want some more coffee? Like, it, was, it was not even a minute later. And I was just, just, am I on candid camera? And then she kept doing it. You drink a little, you want some more coffee? You want some more coffee? You want some more coffee? It was, it was in the person I was eating breakfast with, they as well were observing the ridiculousness of how many times this lady was asking us if we want coffee. You want some more coffee? You want some more coffee? You want some more coffee? And there was this other time I was at, I was in Olive Garden. <laughs> I was on a date in Olive Garden. I really was. Oh, Olive Garden, you know, it's kind of, I think I would have to say it's a pretty meh 
kind of place. It's not like, oh, the delicious olive garden, just like my mom used to make. So anyway, I was there and there was my plate. They put your plate down and the lady's like, do you want some more? Would you like some cheese? And I don't know what it was, Parmesan. And she had her little spinner and the cheese in there and they put it over your plate. I did not understand for some reason in that moment wasn't thinking you're supposed to tell her to stop. She's grinding it on my pasta dish. Dang, lady, when are you gonna stop? I really thought this, I was like, shh. You know what, that's like too much cheese. It was, it was so much cheese. And then finally I was like, wait, uh, oh, I'm supposed to tell you to stop. Oh, please. And so I said, oh, stop, whoa. She must have been thinking, dang, lady, you sure like your cheese. And I was thinking, dang, lady, you sure like to put a lot of cheese on my plate. And then we were both thinking that. But the thing is, uh, advice to a server ever, if you're an Olive Garden server or, or someone in an Italian-style restaurant, you might want to say, tell me when to stop. Because she never explained the rule. Like, I'm going to roll up with the cheese and I'm going to need you to tell me how much you want. Because I thought you were going to just stop. So, it was very funny. And then I ended up with way too much Parmesan. And then the person, the guy that I was with, he was probably thinking, dang girl, you sure like a lot of cheese. And then when she left, we, I told him, and we laughed at it. We shared a giggle. What is that smell? Are you tired of your husband missing the toilet to the side on the left just a little? Just look at those streaks just running down the toilet bowl collecting dust and fur. And time and time again, we've heard the same thing from wives and live-in girlfriends. You're in for a treat with new Urine Pal. No longer do you have to be the enemy of urine. You can be its best friend. Hey. Thank you, Urine Pal. We're pals now. <laughs> Come on down and say big and so sorry. We've got all the selections of all the name brands slightly off. Come on down to So Sorry, where the savings on latest fashions never end. Save big. So Sorry, slightly irregular fashions. We've got all the latest fashions and styles. Just slightly off. So you save big. The savings never ends. And starting now, save 50%. Buy another thing and save an additional 75%. A savings of 150%. Wow. Come on down to So Sorry, located in the Brunswick Shopping Center, located on the corner to the left near Patty's Club Salad. All leading man brains. Our mistakes are your savings. Latest fashions, slightly off. Some of our fashions are shirts, one pant leg too long, shirt too short, bleach stains, no armholes, and some are missing a cuff. Slightly irregular fashions. Wow, no way. Anyway, me they, me they, me they. I'm warming up my vocal cords. Me they, me they. No, that's a little inside joke because actually it's an Andy Griffith episode where Barney, he is, oh, uh, he's doing his singing thing. And anyway, Anyway, he's doing meter. And so, anyway, okay. I just posted on Craigslist a fake 
band ad. I think it's funny because I mean I've I've posted a lot because I definitely have been and and if you're a musician in any setting in any place that doesn't have maybe you're looking especially if you've moved somewhere or you just can't quite find the right person for your project you end up using Craigslist musician um, and I've met some cool people you know what's up Justin I've met some awesome people on there um, but mainly it's been a lot it's so hit or miss in fact I should probably have a I'm thinking of having some people on here talking about their experiences because they're always it's usually pretty you gotta you gotta kind of surf through some uh, some stuff, some people, in order to sometimes really find the gems. So you get a lot. It generally can get some pretty interesting responses. Anyway, so I just posted last night um, <laughs> a fake ad. And first I titled it Band I Want. And then um, it says, I'm looking to make the worst band anyone has ever heard. My equipment is crap and I'm a horrible songwriter and singer. No need to know how to play your instruments. I don't have a rehearsal space either. And then I put this little cute, I found this little, looked like a little peanut with googly eyes holding this like flying V guitar and it's really funny looking. But then I woke up this morning and I couldn't believe I didn't get one response. And so I changed the title to seeking all bandmate positions, which, <laughs> which I thought was really funny because you would never, you'd never say that and that just implies so many different like bandmate positions anyway i'm gonna see who replies and um i will report back because it's kind of an experiment too to see if anyone would and okay if you haven't known this by now you probably if you just started listening to me i kind of like to do the opposite of every thing as far as the opposite Okay, so you've got these commercials, right? Everyone's always trying to tell you how wonderful, how great. It's the best. It's the best. It's the best product. It's the best thing. It's the best. You know, you're going to post your ad. You're going to talk about all your highlights. You're going to talk about everything. And then no one's ever going to tell you, you know, the truth. And so there are people that really are this bad. And and now probably not a lot of people. This is an exaggeration. Most people who are looking for bandmates probably can at least play their instruments and they probably have decent equipment. Um, But it's funny to me because it's opposites of like really trying to like, you know, you just, you're not going to sell yourself. You do the opposite of selling yourself. I mean, I know why I do this, like for many reasons, but one of, I know it's because of my dad and my family and, um, I, I can't go too into that yet. I will someday, maybe, like, why? But it's this, like, you just, it, like, okay, I'll just briefly say, like, my dad is an artist, but he never knew how to sell himself as an artist. And he he's a great artist, but you have to know how to sell yourself. And so as a kid, I grew up watching my dad go to galleries. And, like, for one, you don't go to galleries and bring your painting in there and say, can you please put this painting up hello dad you have to have like a portfolio you have to like you know you have to make a connection you got to go to the art shows you got to kind of schmooze I guess or you have to have just great connections he had none of that I remember going in there feeling really awkward knowing they're going to totally like just annihilate my dad in a way because there's you know they were snotty it was in Scottsdale Arizona and and it was not how you do it and it was embarrassing and like I could feel the tension in the gallery so, I, I, I mean, 
So I think there's a lot of that going on for me and like wanting to just kind of make fun of this whole world, like seeing my dad get rejected, just feeling it. And he just felt so bad because he just didn't get it. But he was a great, he is a great artist and his paintings will, you know, he's still alive. He doesn't paint anymore, but he's got epic, beautiful cowboy art. He painted Indians. He'd go to like the powwows and then he would take the pictures and then he would he'd ask some permission and then he'd come home and he would, you know, paint to the, the photos. So they're, you know, his original artwork. But there's something that just, I guess, I think that has something to do with why I like the opposites. I like, you know, the idea of just being like, yeah, I'm a horrible, you know, I'm just awful. And just seeing who's going to reply. So um, I did just make this other silly ad that I'm going to pop up here in a second about, you know, a same kind of thing. So anyway, you'll probably notice that pattern, the, the whole uh, things that I like to make fun of generally are going to be uh, ridiculous. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I'm all about being completely ridiculous. I guess that's probably what it is. And I think that definitely developed from everything I experienced with my with my parents, you know, and and how oh man, how they just our experiences and kind and being in that perspective of watching and and feeling rejected and and feeling like when I was a kid, I just felt so out of place in the world and the teachers and just everything, you know? So it's, so it kind of makes a lot of sense to just make fun of everything and not in that jaded way, but just kind of like, I do find humor in, in things. Some people may not even see that there's a humor. There's something to laugh at. Anyway, let's play that little fake ad that I just made. Come on down to Uncle Jimmy's Barbecue, the only barbecue in town that's not very good. We haven't quite dialed our sauces yet. It's actually tasteless. It, it doesn't have very any flavor. You know, the employees are lazy. We've got just the dining rooms just dirty. You kind of walk in, it's got a weird smell. We don't take out the garbage like we should. We don't sweep. We don't maintain it at all. But come on down to Uncle Jimmy's Barbecue because we have okay, not very good barbecue. But if I can't convince you through that, I don't know what's gonna convince you. So that was inspired by my Uncle Jimmy, who is, well, oh man, there is all day long, they're building a construction, they're building a huge uh, apartment complex out the door, like literally like maybe five, 10 tops, 10 feet away from me. So you're gonna hear and there's nothing I can do about it because it's gonna be going on for weeks and where I've set up right now, it's a temporary spot. Temporarily I'm set up. So you might hear that in the background, but my uncle Jimmy, I kind of, I always thought he was the funniest, most interesting character. I love characters. And they inspire me to do sketches. And he's, he was, he passed away, I don't remember, sometime in the, probably like in the early 2000s. And it was a big bummer. I didn't, wasn't that close to him. But anyway, he was this, I, I, I don't want to say mentally challenged because he wasn't. What I later found out is that when he was a kid, he fell off his hor a horse and he fell on his head. So it impaired his, the way he was. So I wouldn't even want to call him autistic because I think he was just, he had brain damage. So I didn't really understand that as a kid because I was, I was like, oh my gosh, he's the most interesting person. He, this was in Arizona. So he would wear this like bolo ties. He'd wear um, his, you know, cowboy outfits. He would have this 
huge belt buckle and it was this bull and it had this big horns that would come around and kind of always look like it was kind of poking into his his little beer gut or probably not beer gut but his, his belly he had this little bigger belly and um he also would wear this jacket that had all this fringe on it. It was like a leather jacket, had all this fringe on it. And he was like, he would always say how the ladies were always looking at him. And of course I'm thinking, because of your jacket, that's absurd. There is a scene in Dumb and Dumber. If you've seen that movie, what's their names? It's his, okay, so it's Jim, I can't remember his name, Jim Carrey's character. He goes in, he's sitting at the bar and he's waiting for the woman to come and meet him at 10 o'clock and Anyway, he walks into the bar and he's got this fringy leather jacket. It, it looked like that. And he kind of looked, it had that kind of look to him, but he was just, but think Roy Orbison without the glasses. He had this bizarre, really amazing, I wish he was still around. Um, but anyway, he would, he lived in his, he would clean rider trucks. He would live in the truck and he would spend all his money on the ladies at the Big Apple. There was this place called the Big Apple that was in Mesa, total classic place not there anymore dang it so anyway that ooh, uncle jimmy that's uncle jimmy yappers well i'm almost done here time to wrap another one up so if you were what if there was a security guard no he i don't know how to deliver this he was an insecurity guard I'm an insecurity guard. What would that be? That would be somebody who would dress. No, they'd be super like uh, the, at the, you know, at the business, place of business. But they had like no self-esteem and they were just like standing there and they're just like, I'm really insecure. And someone does a crime. And they're like, don't do that crime. And then the people are like, get out of here, stupid. And they're like, yeah, I'm dumb. That's an insecurity guard. They'd be like, yeah, I'm insecure. Didn't be guarding anything. Um, my mom, this, this background music reminds me, well, actually this is Jim Revis. This is actually a track that I own. It's Jim Revis playing drums to this cover song that we did. I, I had this band called Avalia and the Glitterhawks. Avalia and the Glitterhawks. And Jim, the, the first drummer, his name was Jim Revis and he lived in he lives in Sacramento and he's he's in all these bands or he does a bunch of projects now anyway he was my drummer briefly and we would send tracks back and forth and he did it's a man I really do like that song I could probably play that on here because it's not uh technically it's still it's never really technically been published published it's definitely mine anyway these are the drum tracks for that song but um my mom when I was a kid so I was a kid in the 80s and my mom would um, work out like exercising was a whole uh, it was a thing back then like I mean it is now but exercise tape no it would be like shows maybe it'd be like VHS I don't remember I think she would play, I think it was like a uh, it was like probably on TV but it was so funny because they would she would like get in her workout outfit and she'd be working out and then there was like this part where they were like, break it down. Oh no, it was a record. It was a record. And it was like, I think it was a Christian based 
record exercise. I, I, I don't know if I'm getting that right, but I kind of think it was. I think it, was, it may have even been the singer Leon Batillo. But anyway, there was this part where she was like, I don't know, she'd like bend, like you'd have to like bend over and then like break it down, break it down. And you'd be like pumping her, she'd be like pumping her arms up, break it down. and it looks so stupid, but she did this all of the time. It was like every day. So I just think, I see my mom in like the 80s, you know, she's got the leotard, she's got the running shorts on, break it down, break it down. Mm, mm. <laughs> so every time I always think of that when I write your like kind of dancey kind of music. But yeah, I remember that. That was like, uh, it, it's so funny how trends happen. Now what's, oh, Pilates, you gotta do your Pilates. I am not doing Pilates. I don't care how much I want to look good. I will not do a Pilates. Why? Because it's hard. It's like I hate myself. So I've got to, I'm sorry if you're a Pilates person. It's hard. Just like yoga. I think it's hard. I like the gentle yoga. Like stretches are great. But one time I was in this yoga class. This is the last time I went to a yoga class. I was up in Hood River. I used to live in Hood River, Oregon. And everyone there is like ultra fit. Like it is like the windsurfing capital of the world. So, I mean, you've got every sport there and people are just like perfectly fit. And they're just like, you know, bikers that are crazy, just biking up the mountain. I mean, we're talking gnarly. And I like to stay, you know, exercising. I love exercising. I love staying relatively fit. I would say I gained a little bit over the winter because I was at my parents' and my dad had a lot of ice cream. And then I come back here and I was experimental baking with stuff. And no one, I had no one to give the baked goods to, so I kind of ended up eating way, way too much calories and not really exercising enough. So that was winter time, but I just went running. I'm totally doing keto now. I'm just gonna get back to where I was at before the winter. Anyway, but I was, it was in Oregon. I was in the Hood River and I went to a yoga class and I got, walk in and there's one space open and it's literally in the front of the class. I think I talked about this on one of my Mixed Cloud podcasts that I did, but I was like in the front center and it's, oh my gosh, people were literally, I swear they were like, it seemed as if the poses went really fast. I must've been in like an advanced class and didn't realize it. Um, the poses just went really fast. Everyone was really good. I was struggling, just struggling. It was so embarrassing. And there was like a point, like I, I, I'm remembering this wrong, but I, it's almost like everyone was able to like balance on their pinky. Okay, everyone, now get on your pinky and balance. Okay, we're gonna hold this for like five minutes. That's what it felt like. It felt like everyone was just like, ooh, and I was like, uh, uh, uh. I should have just grabbed my mat and walked out, you know, but I don't like to quit and I have never done yoga since. I'm like, nope, I, I just, I'm traumatized, never. They were just like standing on their heads. They were like, just, oh, and it's the kind of yoga class that they warm, they were warming up before the class. They were like, ooh, doing their stretches. I gotta do my stretches before I do my stretches. I gotta get my stretch on before I do my stretches. I'm, I'm warming up. Actually, that reminds me, maybe my next, okay, okay, okay. I'm gonna do my next podcast episode is going to be, I'm gonna put that, I, I did a sketch called Coffee Yoga. And I'm gonna play that audio. I'm gonna talk about that a little bit. So let's wrap this up and bye-bye. Boing! Boing, dude! Boing! Boing, dude! Boing! Boing, dude! Boing! Boing, dude!
Goodbye.